Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hi, welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio. I'm your host, Novelle J. Lee, coming at you live right now this afternoon on Friday, April 3rd, 2009. It is 1 p.m. Eastern Time, which means it is 10 a.m. Pacific Time. We are going to be joined by the cast of Fringe today on our broadcast. This is a little special edition that we have been trying to get in the works for uh, several months now. And we're finally able to make it happen for you. And here it is. This is just as much a shock to anyone else as to find out who is going to be calling in today. So we're going to see exactly who will be here. Now, if you want to get in on the chat as well, you can call in. If you have any questions you want to ask the cast, any of your favorites, you can call in at 646-595-4228. We have the chat room running right now, so if you want to ask your questions in the chat, you can also do that as well. Or you can send us an email at navlee at net. I did see that they just did call in. We're just waiting for them to call right back in. So... Um, so we're waiting for them to um, dial back into the phone number right now. So hopefully they just didn't get disconnected. Um, so they will be here rather shortly. So who cannot wait until the new Fringe episodes start? It starts this Tuesday, so make sure you tune back into Fox to make sure that you are in the know-how. Well, what's going on? You can ask them what's coming up within the next few episodes that they're going to be airing. Just ask whatever you like. There's no holds bar here, so definitely, definitely ask them what you want. Sorry for the dead air there, but uh, also I'm trying to uh, get everybody situated. I see people are coming into the chat room right now, waving hello to everybody. Um, so make sure you guys just follow, follow right in. Now, if you do miss the show live, always download the show. So let's get started. They're here right now. I'm going to bring them on the line. This is Alex. Alex, are you with us? Oh, I got her, but um, I unmuted her and she hung up. Um, call back in, Alex, and we'll go ahead and try to get this through for you. Um, what I was going to say is that while we're waiting for her to call back in so we can go ahead and get this underway, um, what I'm going to say is that I want you to tune in for my regular uh, soap listeners that are listening to the show right now. I want you to tune in into tonight's Stardish radio broadcast. I'm going to be over there with them, um, basically going over what happened this past over the past two weeks. It's been two weeks now. Oh my gosh, two weeks since we did the Rock the Soap event in California. We are going to be talking about what happened on the ship, some of the stuff that we saw, some of the stuff that others saw that probably I didn't get a chance to see and witness. <laughs> so we're gonna, so we're definitely gonna go over that uh, tonight. It starts at 9:30 p.m. Eastern time. You can check our show out at blogtalkradio.com/slash/stardish. Um, and there's a lot of stars that are coming in. Let's take this call from 904. You're on the line right now. How are you? Good, it's Trivette. Hey, what's up? I thought it was you. What did you say? I said, yeah, I thought it was you. And uh, you had asked me, is is is, 
Josh Jackson going to be here? Um, I said in the beginning, I have no idea <laughs> who is coming. It's a surprise to me as much as anyone else who is going to be here. So um, just we just have to wait and see. Here. Yeah, That's absolutely. Fine. Are you how big of a how big of a fan of Friends are you? You know what? I don't even watch the show because it freaks me <laughs> I, out. But I love Josh Jackson. I can start to catch you off. Let me uh, let me get her back on here. I know she's been trying to get on here. All right, nine one seven. I got you finally on the line. Hey, it's Alex. I've got Mr. John Noble for you. Great, great. Hi, Mr. Noble. How are you? Hello, Novella. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for thank you for stopping by the show here today. Pleasure today, mate. And uh, you play the role of uh, Dr. Walter Bishop on the show. That's correct. That's correct, yeah. Um, you want to describe a little bit of your um, your role for us, uh, just a, just a quick minute? Sure. Yeah, sure. I guess the, the the viewers would know that he's kind of a crazy scientist guy. He's uh, he's he's very brilliant, but he, he's been locked up in a mental asylum for you know seventeen to twenty years, and so he's uh, he's kind of nutty and and uh, funny, and but also you know he's a sad guy and he's very bright, so he's sort of like the Lynch. Uh, brain yeah. to, to the uncovering of, of what's happening in the pattern. He's, it's also one of the best things about it is that he, he, he's the, the, the father of, of the character that uh, Josh Jackson plays, so we have, we have a really interesting development of a relationship there. That's great. And plus, you know, those crazy characters make the best ones on the series. Well, that's just me. <laughs> and, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's true, though. I mean, they, they, make, they make the show, so um, that's great that you play that. Now, how did... How were you approached for this role? Well, it was weird, really. I, I think that what, what they do with this sort of thing is they, they search uh, really worldwide for this sort of stuff. And uh, in fact, uh, end of um, oh, well, no wonder was perhaps eighteen months ago, I'd heard that was happening and, and uh, asked my manager to have a look, and they said, "Oh no, you're too young for that role." So I forgot all about it, and I was <laughs> I, I was uh, I was back in Australia in, in uh, January last year. And and uh, I got this call, you know, about this, this uh, role. Um, would I put down a tape? Because I think that looked at every other actor. <laughs> they finally thought, <laughs> I seriously think that. And uh, anyway, I, I put down a, a, just a tape in Australia with my, my daughter reading against me. And uh, based on that tape, uh, I was cast in the role. It was an audition tape. Yeah. Quite unusual. Wow. Very unusual process, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. It seems like you would do more for it, but just an audition tape. But hey, oh, usually, I'll take usually it. it. Yeah, look, it was a blessing. I didn't have that many time, that much time to do it wrong. You know, I sort of did the audition, and, and uh, they rang me and said, "You would like to cast you? Can you get to Toronto, which is where we were? We filmed the pilot." Oh, you filmed it in Toronto. I didn't know we that. We filmed the pilot, t- pilot in Toronto, and then we came to New York to to film the series. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Now, um, are you are you a are you a huge fan? Because you know this uh, this show is of science fiction. Have you been fascinated by science fiction, or science fiction shows, or anything like that? Is it, you know, did that help you also to want to go ahead and take this part? Or? No, more, uh, not so much fa- fascinated by science fiction. More fascinated by uh, I don't know. Fantasy is not the right word either. I, I love stuff that stretches your mind, you know, and makes you think. Yeah. And so, uh, within you know, th- this is certainly a show exactly like that because you know we, we we stretch out the limits of the impossibilities, as J.J. Abrams says. 
So from that point of view, yeah, I love it. And uh, you know, also fantasy. I also kind of like stuff that that, uh, that says that all in the world is not stuff. That there are possibilities that we can, you know, we can improve the world in some way or other, and that there are yeah. redeeming qualities in people. So uh, that sort of it kind of fits in with what we're doing here. Absolutely. Now, how did you how did you first start getting into acting? Was it something you wanted to do for a long time, or is it something that just happened? Uh, was it accident? Actually, I, I mean, I was uh, I was just a country kid, and I was sent away to to a city to go to boarding school and university. And while I was there, I I was sort of discovered, as it were. Um, but I didn't even know you could be an actor, to be honest. <laughs> it seemed to me something that, so, that was that was so alien, you know. It was something that cowboys did on, did on Saturday afternoons in the, in, at the matinees, and uh, so it, it's I fell into it. But I, I, I had a lot of lot of lucky breaks in my life, and uh, and uh, I've really never stopped working. So, so, you know, I was one of the lucky ones. Absolutely. And so what can you tell us? we got the new episodes starting up next week. What can we look forward to seeing when they come back? If you can I think give you, away a little bit. Sure. Well, to start with, I think you can look forward to seeing six of our very best episodes. Um, you know, most most viewers think, yeah, you know, um, really, that, that show really started to pull together. And, uh, you know, you get to, to an episode like Ability, which was, I think, the last one we showed, which is kind of everyone's favorite, you know, and then we had other very strong episodes coming into this. Uh, my feeling is that each of the episodes that you'll see the next six through the finale are extremely strong episodes, um, are among our best, you know, so uh, that's the first thing, uh, you know, I think we've really found our field and our feet and we're uh, traveling along. You'll also see a lot of answers to questions and and then a thousand more <laughs> questions, of course, that's the nature of things, but a lot of the things that have been nagging about, you know, you know, what what is it with Olivia? You know, have, what what right. makes so what makes her so driven? And 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 you know, what, what's going on with that girl? And, and you find out things uh, about her. That you go, oh, I see, golly, okay. Um, and also, you find out things about Peter. Um, right at the end, you'll find out a major revelation about Peter. You'll uh, find out that William Bell does exist, and uh, that'll be mm. right in the last episode. And in the meantime, you're going to see lots of wonderful stories with, uh, you know, creatures and <laughs> genetic manipulation and all the things that we do. Uh, yeah. it, I think I think that's maybe it's, they might just be our six best uh, episodes, but certainly they're up there in the top ten, all of them. That'd be great. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Absolutely. So am I. Sure my <laughs> <list. laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to see them just the to critique yourself after they're done. You're going to critique. <laughs> I'm going to watch it next Tuesday, and I'm going to sit down with my wife. She's been hanging out for it to come back. You know, said, Where is, what's going to, what am I going to do on Tuesday nights? So, uh, yeah, oh. I, I'm really looking forward. Yeah, so, and I know just from talking to people around the place, you know, people say, where's Fringe gone? I'm sort of having withdrawals. So, yeah, right across the world, there's a lot of interest in us coming back. Uh, yeah, I mean, my friends and I were, like, talking, like, wh- why is Fringe being taking off every, like, we're getting into it, and it's taking right off again, and, you know, here comes American Idol coming. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't like American Idol. I like Fringe more. <laughs> you know. Well, so, you know, it, it's an interesting piece of programming. We were, I reckon, we were kind of lucky because we fairly quickly established a, a sort of a hardcore uh, following, and it wasn't massive, but oh well, it was actually pretty big. And then uh, when we came back for those four episodes earlier this year, we suddenly went from you know an average of nine million up to thirteen million. I mean, it went through the roof. And then we're off the air again, <laughs> thinking, oh, my God. But we did, have, we did develop a core audience, and I think they're, they're going to be hanging out. And the shows are going to be so good that other people are going to be tuning in, and uh, I think we'll be very strong, and uh, I think the numbers will be great. Absolutely. Uh, did you expect 
like we were just talking about just now, did you expect the fans to like take to the show like right off the bat? Because this this has like a huge cult fan following on for this show, and it's just absolutely it's so so early. It's really unusual to get it so early, isn't it? In the first yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I can't think of another show that 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 gathered that sort of uh, solid fan base in the first season, and even even the great things like X, X-Files and so forth. And even Seinfeld, you know, they, they, they went a few seasons before everyone said, oh, my God, I've got to watch this, get me the back seasons. So, right. Uh, yeah, but we, we did kick in earlier. And maybe, look, a lot of it might have been to do with the, the fact that J.J. Uh, Abrams has such a following. The fact that the mm-hmm. Internet now allows, allows us to create this huge viral effect around the world about interest, I think that probably plays into it a bit too. I don't know, but it was, it's certainly a new phenomenon. We, we, we did a an appearance at the New York Comic Con here a couple of months yeah. ago. And we had to give a, a panel, and we walked into a room, and there were 3,000 people there. You couldn't believe this. I mean, this was like Lord of the Rings time. And here we are now, halfway through our first season. So it was, it's, it's really incredible. Absolutely. We actually got a, a, a question that came to me. His name is Kirk. Um, he wants to know, was there any inspiration for, you, for the way that you played the character on the show? Um, he says that he kind of seems like a cartoon character, mad scientist. <laughs> I wouldn't well, go that yeah. far. I mean, he's crazy. No, 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 I, go no, no I, I sort of appreciate everything everyone says. Uh, it, mm-hmm. In truth, the one of my oldest friends, a man that I went to university with, and, uh, is in in some ways the basis of this character because he is in fact a mad scientist, and uh, and he still is. <laughs> I told him when I was going to do it. You know, I said, well, there's going to be a lot of of you in this, Ted. But also, you know, I've read widely about about uh, men and women that are in that exceptional, you know, that IQ that is just, uh, you know, so high that, it, that they, they live in a very rarefied atmosphere. I've also read widely on mental health, and uh, I also read widely on, on fringe science as it was practiced during the Cold War. All of those elements came into play in developing the character. But you know, obviously, a lot of a lot of the uh, the things. One of the things that makes Walter so funny, as it were, is the fact that his memory shot. And uh, that's sad, really, but <laughs> but that's the result of yeah. all the drug treatments and stuff that he's had, and uh, you know, and, and he's just sort of his social manners are appalling, and that's I find that very amusing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I love playing that stuff. <laughs> it comes up with non sequiturs out of nowhere, and people go, "What? Oh yeah, that? where do they come from?" But I mean, I know people like that too. So <laughs> there was a lot of uh, a lot of reference points for the character. The, the first one was I said with this old friend of mine, and uh, and then afterwards, just a matter of researching and uh, observing a whole lot of things. I mean, you can read the life of Einstein and find parallels in here, you know, in terms of the way that they thought and behaved. Yeah, absolutely. Now, besides besides being on Fringe now, you know, many many also know you from doing the Lord of the Rings. I, I have to talk about it because I, I, I was a Lord of the Rings freak, and I did watch those movies. And what's the difference between doing the television series and being in a film? With something like this, it's actually less than you'd think. Something like Lord of the Rings, which was just massive, I mean, there's been nothing really on the same scale. Um, what Peter Jackson did was, was set the bar very high and said to everyone, okay, we're going to go through the roof here. And, and, and people went with that. So I think you, you see a lot of uh, best of in, in Lord of the Rings in terms of performance and, and effects and, and direction, all those things that we won 11 Academy Awards for. Um, but there was a sense of that it is possible to be excellent, and that permeated the whole thing, 
what I found under the guidance of this man, J.J. Abrams, is that he expects the same thing. But this is television, so instead of doing, you know, doing it over uh, two or three years, we do it over two weeks, and it's insane yeah. how fast we work. It, a lot of it, therefore, relies, from a performance point of view, relies on first instincts. You know, you, you hit with a first instinct, and, and the actors that are listening will say, well, you know, that's, that's not a bad thing sometimes. Sometimes those first instincts are the best. Anyway, it's very fast, and uh, I kind of like the speed of, of doing this sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know why. It just sort of really? excites me. Oh, I love the speed of it, yeah, absolutely. Because, as I said, first instincts, go in there, make a choice, bang, do it, and go, whoa, <laughs> I like to see mm-hmm. that playback. But then you've moved on. But also, we set very high standards of filming, so we try to create a film-quality uh, product. Uh, and we do, you know, and it's, it's really hard to do it, but we do it every fortnight, <laughs> every two weeks. Yeah. Yep. You pretty much answered my next question. It's, I was going to ask, like, which genre do you prefer? And you basically just answered it. So, <laughs> you pre- well, I mean, well, I, no, I, I think... It, it shocks me that, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it shocks me that, you know, I hear that people like the fast pieces. I normally hear majority say they like it going at a, at a slower pace and everything. So it's interesting to hear your answer that you like the fast pace uh, workflow that you have. I don't know what that says about me. There might be a bit of water in me, you know, like speeding. <laughs> I don't know. But I do. Um, I think if you, sometimes if actors are left with, with too long to think about things and they can tie themselves up in knots. I mean, I spent many, many years doing doing theatre, and I've been through that slower process, and uh, and I do enjoy it. But but this, I kind of find exciting to have to make decisions and and act on them straight away. It's like doing improvisation classes or whose line is it everywhere? You know that show, whose line is it anyway? Where they have to make yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit like that. You sort of go, whoa, here we go. Except you don't make up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. That that just, that makes it that what makes the shows interesting. Like I said in the beginning, that's what makes it interesting. You know, and uh, one of the things also that I wanted to know as well, um, since you had uh, mentioned the fast pace and you just got to go with it and everything, as far as the production goes, how you know this is probably a difficult one to answer, but uh, as far as the production and everything goes, when, when you're doing the takes and everything like that, because uh, you can see a lot goes into every single episode that you're making. Um, do you get like, here's the one take, that's it, and then you have to run with that. You don't have to go back and do these. If you, like, mess up a line, you can't oh, go no, back no, and, no. like... No, of, no? Course, of course, if there's a mistake, we go back. Absolutely. Um, what they've worked out, and, and to the credit of the producers, they've worked out a very clever way of shooting it. So, so whilst it looks like it's covered, you know, in terms of film coverage, it's covered by a film, they've developed certain ways of filming it so that we, we're actually very fast. But, no, we, we don't accept a take that we don't like. So if something goes wrong with the technical or an acting error, of course we, we, we go back. But we have fast ways of doing it. You know, it doesn't take us a half an hour to do the setup again. But no, we, we never... And, you know, if there was a take that I wasn't happy with, then I would certainly say to the director, one more, please, and he would say yes. Uh, no, it's not that we compromise uh, We compromise our quality. Or we've become a fairly efficient machine, too, as it were. You know, we've worked with this crew now for 12 months, so they're, uh, they're pretty quick. Yeah, absolutely. Did you... Um do you also happen to have any, so far, what you have filmed, did you have a favorite uh, scene or favorite episode that you have done so far? Even though yeah, you I mean, first season? to be honest with you, the, my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, stuff was when I went back to the asylum in episode eight, which was called The Equation, and Walter had to go back to the asylum. And I, I really enjoyed that. It was, very, it was quite demanding physically and emotionally, 
but it was I really enjoyed that. There are all sorts of moments that stick in mind, you know. We were talking earlier about having to improvise quickly. The one that goes to where I think next Tuesday, where mm-hmm. they said to me, oh, oh, by the way, you need to do a dance in this. Uh, which piece of music do you want to dance to? And this was the day before, basically. <laughs> and, 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 so, and so I go home that night and I'm listening to this piece of music and I said to my daughter, help me, help me, I've got to do this, I've got to do a water dance. And so we, we quickly improvised it and went on set next day and did it. And it's so funny because... There's no time to be embarrassed about the fact that it looks really bad or anything like that. So, in other words, Walter just did the dance. John Zego didn't have a chance to get involved at all. That's the improvisation, the speed of the improvisation that I like. And uh, all sorts of other things happen like that. You know, where you, you're throwing a problem and you say, solve it really quickly. And, and that, I, as I said to you earlier, uh, I love that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I just love how you said, you know, that with the improvisation and everything, you know, do you... Often to um, ad lib a lot with your lines. Can you answer no. that? <laughs> uh, no. Yes, I can. Absolutely. No, we don't. Because by the time we get a script, uh, it's it's been approved, you know, by, through a lot of uh, people, including up to JJ and then then to Warner Brothers and Fox. So the scripts that we get, we do. If we need to change anything, um, uh, then then that has to be approved back through the circle cycle, you know, back back into uh, our showrunners. So no, we don't. We we stick very very closely to what's scripted, and uh, you know if adjustments need to be made later on, when they can do that when we're looping and so forth. But no, you can't you can't you can't improvise dialogue. That's the one thing you do. You, you can improvise how to deliver it, but not what, what it is. What can you say about the the whole cast as a whole? Like, what do you love the most about the whole entire uh, show overall? The cast, the crew, and everything. Well, I bet, but you know, the, the thing is that everybody has has to work um, at, at such a pace. I mean, uh, Anna Tor never gets a day off, for example. She plays Olivia. She, she works pretty well every day. I don't see her that much, but, but you know, that requires incredible uh, fitness, really, and resilience. Uh, obviously, I have a, a very close relationship with Josh Jackson and Jessica Nicole because we do most of our work together, and, uh, and we just laugh an awful lot. And, and out of that positive creative energy, we you can see it on the screen, I think, that we really do relate to each other. And all of them are, you know, they're, they're good actors. They're, they're good pros. You know, you've got uh, Lance Reddick and Kirk Acevedo and Blair Brown. Um, terrific actors. So, we know, you know, given the chance, that they, they show that. It's, it's a good pro class, you know, a good uh, group of professional actors who, who enjoy their work, I think. Absolutely. Well, I honestly, I cannot wait till the new episodes start on Tuesday on Fox. I'm going to be DVRing it because I probably have to um, probably be away on business, but you know, it'll always be there when I get back home, so I'm going to be watching it full frontal force. I cannot wait. Mr. John Noble, who plays Dr. Walter Bishop on the show, thank you so much for coming out here on the show, starting it off on our uh, Fringe series here on the show. It's great talking to you. I had a blast. Savella, thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. I've really enjoyed the talk. And, uh, and hi to everyone, and I hope you enjoy our comeback. Definitely. You take care now, all right? You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How awesome was he? Now, like I said, this was our, our first in the series of the uh, Cast of Fringe coming on. So this is like Cast of Fringe Part 1. There's going to be more in the week down the line, obviously. So definitely stay tuned for that on who's going to be coming on. So like I said, it surprised me who's going to be coming on what week and what not week. I kind of like that. It keeps me on my toes. 
so I'll know what to go from week to week and everything like that. I don't know what to expect, and I'm going to roll with the punches, but I still have all the questions ready and whatever. Yeah, I'm giving you a little behind the scenes scoop of what I do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it's definitely it was great. Uh John Noble um is a great, great guy. I love his character on the show. So it was great to actually have him on the first guest for the first time. Now like I said before in the beginning, if you did miss the show live, um you can always download the show on our website at blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthy radio. You can check out what you missed or if you just want to hear it again. You can always do that as well. You can also download this off of iTunes. We're on iTunes. Just search for Buzzworthy Radio, and you'll be able to find us there as well. So there's a lot of places where you can keep in contact with us. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at NavJLeeBWR. We're on Facebook. You can just search for us on Facebook, and we're also on MySpace. So you can get all the latest on what's coming up and when is our next Fringe, Cast of Fringe Part 2 series coming up. So always, always stay tuned for that. But um, like I said, make sure you guys tune in tonight. I will be making an appearance on Stardish Radio. I want you to check that show out. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Joanne Kubasek hosts it. And we're going to be reliving some of our favorite moments from the Rock the Soap event that took place in California on Carnival Paradise. We're going to have a Two guest stars call in, uh, one of which being Mr. Bob Guinea, another one being Mr. Greg Rickard, Brandon Barrage, and Michael E. Knight. And, of course, I'll be there to go over some of the favorite moments with you guys. So make sure you guys check that out. That starts at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, blogtalkradio.com slash stardish. And it's a two-hour event, so make sure you guys don't miss it. I will be there. hope you guys are there as well. And... Also, we're going to be um, doing a lot more things with Rock the Soap. So any of you who were there in the first one or any of them who wants to go into the event in this coming year in 2010, make sure you guys log on onto my website and send me an email with your emails. So I have them, and I'll be able to give you all the latest up-to-date information of what's to come within the Rock the Soap within the following year. You can just send me an email off the website at buzzworthyradio.net and we'll get you set up, and we'll get you all squared away. So make sure you guys do that as well. But for now, this is Nivelle Daily signing off. I'll see you guys tonight on Stardish Radio at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you guys tune in into our next show, which is next Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time with Mr. Aiden Turner, who plays the role of Aiden Devane on ABC Big Time's All My Children. So from all of us here at Buzzworthy Radio, we are signing off. This is Nivelle J. Lee and making sure that you guys get the latest buzz with Buzz Ready Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.